and we are live. What's going on? Oh, hang on. Here we go. There we go. All right. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite truck driver. Hang on a second. There we go. Oh, once again, Ben's going live everywhere. Everywhere. I am everywhere you look. Under every rock. In fact, the FBI found me in Trump's safe. Dun-dun. <laughs> See, this is like the uh, the reverse of Watergate. You got. See, in Watergate, it was uh, the Republican Party after the Democrat papers. Now, it's the FBI after the Republican papers. (laughs) Oh, you can't make this stuff up. This is going to make a great movie in the future. It's, it's just, it's just going to be called Trumped. The story of Trump. (laughs) It's going to be a 24 segment movie. It's, it's, they're going to have to put out about four or five movies. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And what's crazy, what is, what's crazy is you watch mainstream media and it is, it's, like they're starting to realize that all they've talked about and all that they've said was conspiracy theory is coming true. And a few of them are starting to get a little uncomfortable with it. (laughs) They're like, uh, The FBI raided Trump's house today. Uh, It's the first time that the FBI has ever raided a ex-president's house. Uh, But it's about some it, uh, it's about some papers. They're starting to feel uncomfortable with this. They're starting to be like, man, uh, FBI is kind of going hard here. It's almost like they don't like Trump. Nah, that couldn't be it. Oh, 
This is so much fun. This, if, if it wasn't so sad, it would be even more fun. He, he, is there, how would you like to be those FBI guys? Hey, uh, what are we doing today? Hey, we're going to raid Trump's office. Excuse me? Yeah, we're going to raid Trump's office. Like, really? Really raid? Like, like go in there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we got a judge to sign off on it. You, you, um, you realize this is the ex-president of the United States, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, no problem. How'd you like to be that guy? <laughs> Honey, what'd you do today? Oh, not much. You know, just, uh, just, uh, raided Trump's house. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, just, just doing my job. Just doing your job. With, now, mind you, let's not, let's not bring up that an ex, an associate of the Clintons, a close associate of the Clintons, was found hung and shot with a shotgun and they they said it was suicide number one how do you hang yourself and then shoot yourself with a shotgun and then get rid of the shotgun. That's talent. I digress. On Bloomberg today, On Bloomberg today, they announced a a a new company that they're launching. They're launching a company at Bloomberg called um, 
the Bloomberg New Economy Initiative. Now, as I watched the advertisement, <laughs> as I watched the advertisement, 60% of it was crypto people. 60% of it was talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and stuff. The future economy. Huh. Where have we heard that before? That the Bitcoin is going to be a major factor in the future economy. It's almost like an ex-truck driver has been saying that for a while. I don't know. Probably nothing. Nothing to see here, folks. Oh, wait. That's right. It's been me. My friends, maybe I need to do a big picture video again. Maybe I need to elaborate and put all the little pieces together again. You know what? I'm going to do that. Hang on a second. I'm going to take uh, my little pad of paper. I'm going to flip it over. And I'm going to put it right here. And I'm going to make a note. Dear sexiest truck driver ever. Tomorrow night on Patreon for the three-hour live show. I like this so far. This sounds good. Do a Big picture video on Bitcoin and the financial system. There we go. So, tomorrow night on Patreon, I'm going to do a three-hour full explain of eyes. Expletive. No, that's not the word. Explordinary. 
That's not the word either. Explanation. There we go. On Bitcoin and the economy that's going to be built on top of it. But Ben, but Ben, you say, how do you know? How do you know? Because you just have to put the pieces together. You have to know history. Here, I'll tell you what. I'll start the video now. Here. My friends, you have to understand the past in order to grasp the future. Every economy and every generation or two of an economy has what is called the baseline commodity. What everything else runs on. Now, during the Iron Age, guess what it was? I'll give you one guess. The Iron Age. Iron Age. Oh, wait. Iron. Okay. There we go. Now, fast forward. And then I think we had the Copper Age, <laughs> the Silver Age, the Gold Age, the Golden Years. Then about 1860, 1870, with the invention of the first oil-based engines were coming out. Ooh. Oil-based petroleum engines. Mm. We like the sound of that. That's going to be revolutionary. Bingo. So about 1860, 1870, hence, notice the years. Yeah. See, technological revolutions lead cultural and global and wars. Because all of a sudden, see, you have to, you have to look backwards in, that, in order to see forward. Think about it. You're sitting there in about 1860, 1870-ish. Maybe a little bit earlier than that. And you're like, hmm. I see a industrial revolution coming. What is this industrial revolution going to run on? 
bronze. Nope, we already had, we already had a bronze age. Iron, nope, already had an iron age. <gasps> oil, could it be? Wait, could it be oil? Holy moly, it could be oil. Oh. Hang on a second. Where's most of the oil in America? Where are some, where have we found a lot of oil? It, oh, in the South, that's right. Damn. We, we need to control the South more. Maybe we could lead like a, what do you call it? Uh, oh, a civil war. Yeah, we could lead a civil war and we could actually, we could actually, we could actually bankrupt the country. Oh, I see it all playing out. Yeah. So then we can relaunch the country and we could actually lead the Industrial Revolution. Somebody call up the world bankers. This is a great idea. So then after the Civil War and after America's bankruptcy and the uh, reconstruction phase after, voila. We have the new corporatized America. That's right. So now let's really start cranking out this, this oil. Let's really start getting serious about it because now the oil, like I said, right, becomes the fundamental base of the economy was oil. Voila. So now they said, all right, now mind you, things moved slow originally because of the communications lag. So they said, all right, about 1880-ish. Let's come up with a plan. How about a three-world war plan? Yeah. Yes, that's a great idea. With World War One, what we'll do is we will reorganize the Middle East. Yeah, we can take Persia and break it up into a bunch of little countries. 
But when we do that, we make sure that the borders of the countries don't line up with the cultural, natural borders that exist now so that there's always religious conflict there. Yes, let's do that because then we can come in there and manipulate the leadership of the countries and we can get all the oil. This plan's going to work out great. Then, um, how should... (laughs) How should we start this? You know that uh, Archduke Ferdinand guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never liked him. Let's wipe him out. He's a nobody. I know. But we could point at him as starting World War I. Ah! Good idea. So then they had World War One to rearrange the Middle East and some other countries. Then they had World War Two because America wasn't quite corrupted enough yet. After World War One, they're like, hey, We've got this great idea. It's called the League of Nations. And America basically said no to the League of Nations. Ah, damn it. We almost had them. We almost had them. Ah, If it wasn't for that damn Coolidge guy. And a few others. Damn them. Mm. That's all right. That's okay. Let's see. Who do we got here? Who do we screw most in World War? World War One. Oh, hey, we got Germany over there. Ooh, man. Weimar Republic ain't looking so hot. Yeah. Uh, hey, global bankers. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. And over in America, there's a couple of bushes that wouldn't mind getting involved with this. Let's send some money over to Hitler, this Hitler guy here. Yeah. Yeah, let's get him going. Let's give him some funding. Oh, absolutely. No, no, I'll tell you. Over in America, get a hold of my my good friend named Bush. Last name is Bush. B-U-S-H. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll slide you. Big oil guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
So, voila, Hitler's funded, right, on by the global bankers, a few oil guys, a few businessmen, a couple of corporations, one of them actually being IBM. Let's remember, IBM came out of the company that ran the very first electronic census after the Civil War that was proven to be falsified, but the numbers were never corrected. Yeah, that little jib of a machine evolved into the company known as IBM. It's same people just saying so they throw some money over at uh, Hitler because he shares some of their views he's a nationalist though so in the future we don't need him anyway we don't like nationalists we, the globalists, we, we lean more communistic because that's our long-term goal. So let's bring up Hitler. And I'll tell you what, uh, who should we have him mess with first? Uh, ah, Poland! Ah! Let's mess with Poland. Poland's always a good place to start. All right, Hitler, go into Poland. See what you can do there. Okay, boss. I'll I'll do that. <laughs> See, that's what people don't understand. Hitler, Hitler wasn't having people say Heil. They were saying, I'll do that. I'll do that, Hitler. See? It's all just been totally messed up. Okay, so Hitler invades Poland. All hell breaks loose. We thought we had peace, but we have no peace. So now we enter into World War II. Hitler, because he has some nationalist friends, Hitler gets the name Iran. Isn't that nice? Iran said, well, hello, my friend Hitler. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey. We need help naming our country. What are your thoughts on it? Hmm. I have been to your country. Your country is very nice. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. You sh 
should name your country Iran. You mean Aryan? Yes, Iran, which Iran means Aryan, if anyone ever wanted to know that. So Hitler got to name Iran. What an honor. What an honor. So then World War II goes through. America, ah, wants nothing to do with it. We don't want nothing. We we don't want nothing to do with another great war. Because remember, World War One was not known as World War One at the time. That would have been an, a little bit too obvious. And if they're like, World War One just cranked up. And then they're like, wait, what do you mean World War One? There's gonna be another one? So they called it the Great War. Well, America said, we don't want another Great War. It wasn't so great. It pretty well sucked. But the politicians in Washington, they had to figure out how can we get the American people behind World War II? How can we do it? There's got to be some way. Hey, uh, who is that over there? Is that Hawaii? Hey, Hawaii. How you doing? I see that you're not that far from Japan. What time are y'all shutting down for maintenance on them ships over there in Hawaii? No, 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 I need all of them shut down at once. Wait. Yeah, I know it's against military rules to shut down all of the ships in the port at the same time for maintenance. But we're going to try it. Right? We're going to give it a go. So we need you to shut down all of your ships. Yes, all of them. For maintenance on the same week. Oh no, you guys will be fine. Don't worry about don't don't worry about it. If anybody comes to mess with you guys, we have Midland Island. If anybody is gonna fly over and mess with you guys, we'll see them in Midland at in the Midland Islands. And then we'll be able to let you guys know they're coming. Okay? All right, you guys good? 
And so what uh, week are you shutting them down? Okay. Yep. Okay. So like uh, early November-ish. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. So... <laughs> All of a sudden, out of the blue, Japan attacks Pearl Harbor, ironically, during the week that all of the ships are down for maintenance. So, nobody's wartime ready. Ah, oh, damn it. What's the luck? So, they bomb Pearl Harbor, and then it goes out into the news, into the radio of every God-fearing, God-loving American. Today is a date that will live in infamy. We have been attacked. For no reason that you guys know of. Wait, can you erase that? Can you erase that last part that you guys know of? Yeah, yeah, we can take that part out. All right. <clears throat> Today is a day that shall live in infamy. How's that? That sound good? Oh, I agree. We, as Americans, shall not stand for this type of assault on our country. Yeah, I know it's Hawaii. Yeah, I know. But technically, it's our country. Technically. I'm just saying, people got killed. So, uh, <clears throat> American people, rise up and let us enter this war that 12 hours ago, none of you wanted, but now you do. Damn the luck. Let's load up, boys. Crank up them factories, recycle them tires. We're going to need rubber. We're going to need ammunition. Women, get out of the kitchen. We're going to need you guys because we're going to send all the men over. We're going to need you women working in the factories. Put that baby down. All right. Put the baby down. We need you in the factories. Come on, girl. All right, we'll create a marketing campaign for you. There, you're happy. And yes, it will be in a nice blue outfit with your sleeves rolled up. Yes, you'll look beautiful. Yep, very, you know, strong. All right. Okay, now get into the factories and make them planes and bombs, ladies. Okay, so 
we are off and running in World War II. World War II happens and America wins World War II. We are declared the winner. And what happened to Hitler? Uh, he committed suicide. And although many people, in fact, a few years ago, the FBI announced that Hitler didn't die. Wait, where'd he go? He went back to Austria. What? Huh? How odd. So, after World War II, um, it's, a do, it's a new day for America. Never mind the president saying, watch out for the military-industrial complex. We've never had one of these before. Watch out for the military industrial complex. Shut up, Eisenhower. Hey, I'm just, all right. Damn it. That's all right. I'll tell JFK about it. We'll do some business. I like that JFK kid. I'm going to help him get elected. Him and his brother. Okay, so Eisenhower warns us about the military-industrial complex. Now, the communists who we have partnered with during World War II, wasn't that a grand old idea? Let's see. We got Chairman Mao. We got uh, uh, Lenin. We got a whole group of just super great people. Now, we got a couple of stragglers, guys. Um, could you go over to uh, Vietnam? All right. Because really, the Vietnam War started in the 50s. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, while you're at it, let's hit a few other of them little countries. Don't worry, we'll help. Yeah, the Korean, yeah, yeah oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely the Korean War. Yeah, we got to separate them too. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, good job. Now, Let's fast forward a little bit. All of a sudden, here's JFK. JFK, young, handsome. Ooh, wait a second, but he's Catholic. Is America ready for a Catholic president? The Protestants are in an uproar. <laughs> so, the election. 1962, 1960, yep. So, 
the election goes on. JFK wins thanks to Chicago <laughs> and another place I can't remember. So, JFK's election, JFK, and I quote, I will break the CIA up into a million pieces. What was that? Says the CIA. Did you say you're going to break us up into a million pieces? Ooh. No, 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 Mr. President. We are the remnants of the Nazi SS and the leadership of the SS. Operation Paperclip. Look it up, Mr. President. You ain't getting rid of us. Sadly, JFK has this wild idea about launching a new currency. Oh, we're starting to talk about currency more. Now, see, I left out the creation of... Uh, Um, I left out the creation of the Federal Reserve. I, I figure you guys knew about that one. So, now, fast forward again to JFK. JFK launches what is known as the JFK dollar. The Kennedy dollar, backed by what? Oh, silver. A month later, he's killed. What are the odds? What are the odds? Kennedy launches a silver-backed dollar. Then a month later, he's killed. Probably nothing. Just a coincidence. So, the vice president at the time, Lyndon Baines Johnson, first thing he does, order the treasury. Get them Kennedy dollars out of circulation. We ain't looking to do all that shit. We got a war to fund, boys. Crank up them printers. Ah, don't worry about it, world. We got plenty of gold. Crank up the printers. Fund the military-industrial complex. Build all kinds of tanks. Send them boys over to Vietnam. We don't want to go too bad. We're drafting your ass. Ah. Man, this sucks. Yes, it does. But don't worry. We're going to make sure you got plenty of drugs, plenty of alcohol, plenty of hookers. You guys will love it over there. Watch out for the rain, though. It gets real rainy 
<laughs> so, Vietnam happens. Voila. Here we come. We fast forward some. And here we got Nixon. Now, I'm leaving out parts that are, well, irrelevant. Um, mostly, mostly the Ford presidency. <laughs> so Nixon officially takes us off the gold standard. How would that gold stuff? All right. Hell with that. We're going pure fiat, fellas, because we got stuff to do. So let's start creating a bunch of bureaucracies. The national education system. Healthcare. Well, veterans healthcare and, and other healthcare. That's right. That's right. Just a bunch of spending. We don't need to hold ourselves to any gold standard. That's stupid. Don't worry. We will we will tie our currency to the lowest commodity of the economy. This is where we get back to Bitcoin. The lowest commodity in the economy at the time was petroleum. It was oil. Most of our system globally ran and used oil. So we based our currency the global currency on oil. Oil. Now, fast forward to where we are now. I, and I'm hopping over a bunch because I'm going to talk about that tomorrow night on the three-hour video. Now, I'm going to drop a hint. No, I'm going to include the 80s and 90s and 2000s and 2010s on tomorrow night's video on Patreon. So, and this is going to be a video for everybody. I'm going to post it for everybody. I usually, I usually only post the three-hour videos for the entrepreneur level. But I feel as if everyone needs to hear this big picture and where it's all going. Have you noticed the green movement? Oh, yeah, the build back better legislation that they changed the name 
to the Inflation Reduction Act. Same damn thing, different name. Great for us. Exactly. Just like the Patriot Act. How can you vote? How can you vote against it? It would be unpatriotic if you voted against the Patriot Act. And it would be inflational if you voted against the in the Inflation Reduction Act. What is the Inflation Reduction Act? We're going to spend a lot of money. And then we're going to pretend that we get it back with taxes. That all the rich people and all the poor people and no one will really pay. So, great idea, great idea. Now, we are moving into an energy-based economy. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. Energy is going to be the lowest form of production globally. Because most of the economy and growing is on the internet. Ooh, yeah. And what is the internet? The internet is pure energy. So, we're going to need some type of global currency that is on the internet, decentralized, so no one entity controls it, and we need it to be cryptographic. Uh, A military, military, do we have any type of code or any like cryptography technology? Shaw, Shaw what? Shaw 256. Isn't that what we used for military communications validation? Yes, it was. Interesting. Could we adapt that for a currency? Oh, yeah, 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 we could. Oh, except for the double spend issue. Oh, yeah, the double spend issue. 
That's right. We got a guy here. Hey, Satoshi. Satoshi, put put down the orange-flavored chicken. Can you fix this whole double-spin thing? You can? Okay, cool. Hey, don't worry about it. Satoshi says he's got it. We're good. My friends. <laughs> yeah, Craig. No. It wasn't Craig Wright. <laughs> Let's pretend it was. Uh, hey, military. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Hey, Craig. Yeah. Hey, uh, can you invent something for us called Bitcoin? You're damn right I can. But I want to use the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto so I can stay anonymous. But then I want to wait a few years and then I want to come out as Satoshi Nakamoto. And I want to make sure there's no way I can prove that I'm Satoshi Nakamoto. Then I want to sue everybody who says I'm not Satoshi Nakamoto. And then I want to lose in court every time. Okay? Whatever, Craig. God damn. Nobody likes you, dude. You know that, right? You know that nobody likes you. And your suits are stupid as shit. Who sold you that suit? That's who you need to sue, motherfucker. Who, whoever sold you them ugly ass suits you wear. And them ugly ass socks. Damn, but. Look in the mirror before you leave the house. Damn. Craig's ugly as shit. Look at him. Look at that suit. A clown wouldn't wear that suit as his at his funeral. And Craig over there strutting around like like he looks good. Yes, the underage girls like it because you look like a clown. All right, go hang out with the underage girls, whatever. You and your whole crew over there. Shh. What? SV what? S. Wait, did you say Bitcoin SV? SV? Oh, I thought you were talking about a sexually transmitted disease. Never mind, man. Go away, Craig. Greg, or whatever the fuck your name is. See, that's how it would have been if Craig Wright would have been Satoshi Nakamoto.
You're welcome. Okay, now, word from the sponsor. Hold, please. Are you buying and selling cryptos on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email, and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at calixsolutions.io. And we're back. Okay. And a special treat. If you call 702-845-8276 today, what is today? 8-9-2022. If you call today about getting your very own crypto-only laptop, Patrick will answer the phone and talk to you and give you longer than one minute to tell him how much you love my show. Act now. This is for a limited time only, folks. And you just might get to talk to me because I like to be out there also. So if you call, say, hey, tell Ben I said hi. Then he'll tell me you, you said hi. Then I'll yell over, hi. Love you guys. Give Patrick a call right now. 702-845-8276 and ask him, Patrick, why do I need a crypto-only laptop? And, oh, those of you wanting the rest of the story, join Patreon. Link's under here. Love you guys. Bye-bye.